I'm guessing you have big goals and high aspirations, but there always seems to be those obstacles that get in your way. I often say that it's the, the quote, people issues that get in your way the most. And there's a lot of truth to that. But there's one other culprit that you need to address. And it's the one you actually have the most control over. It's the inner critic that lives in your own mind. So we'll talk about how to silence that inner critic and defeat the doubt that could be holding you back. You might feel like you're fighting a lot of battles at work, but the greatest battles are fought in your own mind. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you've been listening to the last few episodes that I kicked off for the new year. I've been trying to share messages that reflect real-time challenges that I see my clients experiencing, including some of my own, because I know I'm not alone in what I experience. So I'm hoping that as I share my own observations and learning, it can help you in some way. That's why last week I talked about the tough balance when you have to care for a loved one who needs more help. Um, In my case, it's my mom. In your role as a leader, you probably already feel like you have to be on call. So this adds even more responsibility when you also have to be on call for loved ones. So you might check that one out. It's called The Caring Leader, Juggling Work and Aging Parents. And then the episode before that one, um, I addressed the pressure uh, that you might be feeling to make fast progress, yet you're feeling stagnated instead. I called that one Innovate or Stagnate. And that one emphasized the importance of experimenting to get some momentum going just to try something new. So today I'm building on the theme of experimentation or trying something new by digging a little deeper into one element that holds many people back from doing that. Some recognize it as a nagging inner voice or party pooper or the doubt DJ spinning negative thoughts in your head. I'll just call it the inner critic. And as you listen to this episode, I'd like you to think about something that you'd really like to try. It could be something new in your business or your life, but you know you've been bitten by the inner critic bug and you just haven't allowed yourself to do it. So I think it's so important to pay attention to the thoughts in your head so you can begin reprogramming yourself. And it may take some time. And not knowing your context, I'll take a stab at what some possible inner critic thoughts might be for you. You know, maybe your inner critic says things like, you'll never make that work or people will question your judgment, or you're not experienced enough, or you know you could fail, or other people are so much better than you, you really need to stop that. So here are a few ways to silence the inner critic. Choose different thoughts instead. It is a choice. So naturally, you know, you'd want to create alternative thoughts that you can really internalize, not the ones that you think that you should have, but the ones that truly reflect where you are. And I've talked about that a lot in other episodes. You know, you typically can't go from thinking, there's no way I can do that to, I know I absolutely can do that. There's got to be a lot that happens in between. I've been to so many motivational programs where there's a speaker in front of the room trying to tell people what they should believe, you know, stand up, shout it out. And in my experience, sometimes it can just make you feel like you're even more of a fraud to force yourself to say something that's not truly congruent with where you are. 
which which doesn't mean you can't get there. It just means that you need to hold other thoughts to help you, you know, to, to reach for the next best feeling thought. To consciously choose new thoughts means you're able to stop dwelling on the negative thoughts a little more easily. You know, you can tell yourself, I need to stop thinking that. But the truth is, the more you're focused on what you don't want to think about, the more you amplify that, and it can be even more problematic for you. There's so many kinds of negative thoughts. It could be uh, negative thoughts about yourself and or other people. You know, one of the ways that we do that is by jumping to conclusions too quickly especially the negative ones. It's easy to say, oh, well, he must be trying to cover something up. Or I think they're trying to sabotage our project. So, you know, that that may just be your own paranoia, may not be true. Or you might think something like, oh, I didn't get a call back, so they don't want our services. Or business is slow, so this must be the beginning of a famine. No, maybe business is just slow right now. Sometimes you see rain and sunshine in the same day. So be careful about how quickly you jump to conclusions that are probably not true. And they're the negative ones that you seem to go to the fastest. Another problem is that you're beating a dead horse. You keep replaying the negative thoughts or experiences over and over. So you've got to stop that momentum, break that pattern. Another way in which you might be hurting yourself is that you're spending way too much time with commiserators. The people that go, oh, yeah, that sounds awful, or I've had that experience too. And then down the spiral, you go. Or worse, you've you've been in conversations with a topper. You know, I call toppers the people who always seem to have something more extreme or more grandiose compared to what you're sharing. So you might share a negative experience, but they've got one that's even worse. (laughs) So you have to, to be careful when you're around people like that. Um, Speaking of which, check your exaggerations or other people's exaggerations. You know, it's easy to think we always mess up or no one ever listens. Everyone's against me. I can never make the right hire. I have no real power or we're going off a cliff. Stop. (laughs) Get clear perspective. Don't be a chicken little. It may not be as big a deal as you'd like to think. So keep clear perspective. Something else which is really important to do is to listen to encouraging voices. That's what I aim to be on this podcast for you. So I'm glad that you're listening. And there are actually many people who can be encouraging. So spend more time around them. As an example, I recently heard of a meeting planner on a webinar encouraging people to apply to speak at a large event that she was planning. And what struck me was how encouraging she was to the people in the session who were expressing concerns and doubts about how they might be able to to apply as a speaker. And her takeaway, she said, is you can't be selected if you don't apply. Too many speakers are afraid to apply because they fear rejection or they doubt if they can compete with other people who are applying. I think it's like what Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Another suggestion is to engage other people in your goal or in your process. Take them with you on your journey. This is a proactive, preventive move. Like anything else, the more you talk about what you want to accomplish and you share your goal or your intent with other people, the more likely it is to happen. You get more positive momentum going, more energy going. So that doesn't leave as much room for doubt to creep in. It goes away more quickly. So if you're wanting to try something new related to your business, talk to your team members, invite concerns and questions, be prepared. It will actually strengthen your own conviction when you can anticipate pushback and doubts from other people. And if, or rather when people push back, don't take it personally. 
It's really not about you. It reflects their own uneasiness about the idea or whatever it is that you're trying to do. So don't make it about you. That's how you fuel doubt for yourself in the first place. And then finally, one exercise you can try is writing a note to a friend who's experiencing self-doubt about something. Now, of course, that friend is you, but write it out as though you're giving advice, support, or encouragement to the friend who really needs extra support to achieve something that they want to do. But you know they're holding themselves back because they're simply doubting themselves. So to recap some of the things you can do to silence that inner critic, choose your thoughts or become more conscious of your thoughts. Stop replaying the negative ones or beating that dead horse. You need to interrupt those negative patterns. Um, Don't jump to conclusions too quickly because you may not know what's really going on. Check your exaggerations. They don't serve you well. Avoid commiserators and spend more time around people who are encouraging and become a better encourager yourself and you'll see how it rubs off on you. Choose the right people to take on your journey to reach your goal. And finally, as a leader, one of the best things you can do is also help your team members silence any inner critics, really get to know them and understand what their greatest fears or concerns or doubts might be. And you'll need to create a safe space to help them do that. It takes a lot of trust for people to open up. And as a coach, I get to hear many of those fears, concerns, and doubts that leaders and executives often don't share with anyone else. At the beginning of the podcast, I said the greatest battles are fought in your own mind, and it can feel like a battle, but I encourage you not to actually think of it as a battle. Like, oh, no, here comes that thought. I don't like it. I've got to take a swing at it and work hard you know, to keep it out of my head. Instead, a radical thought here is to invite it in, to invite the doubt in, get to know it. Where is it coming from? Why do you really think that? Is there really any truth in it? Those are some of the questions that I ask my clients. So much of what you think is true is actually just made up in your own mind. So open your mind, explore what's in there. You defeat the doubt by seeing it differently as just an indicator. And I know you've heard me say that on probably many other episodes at this point. I talk about it a lot, about seeing negative emotions as indicators. And I think that that's a healthy mindset. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just, oh, there's that doubt again. Instead of a demon, think of it as just a visitor. So your takeaway for today is to identify where you have some doubt that's holding you back and explore it. Decide to take some kind of action to move yourself forward in the way you want to despite it and to see what happens. Ideally, you'll want to get to a point where even if you see or feel the doubt, you just keep moving through it anyway. It's kind of like feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Even when you think you've defeated doubt, you may find it comes back to live another day. But hopefully it's not as strong and it will lessen over time as you let your inner cheerleader cheer louder. Speaking of which, I'm cheering for you and want to provide whatever support or perspective may be helpful. It's not easy being in a top leadership role for sure. So just as a reminder, I want you to know that you are in your leadership role for a reason. People have faith in you and you're fully capable of doing whatever's most important. So worry less about any people who you perceive are critics and become more committed to silencing your own inner critic. Be sure to share this episode with someone else you know who might be dealing with doubt in some way. If you are, you know you're not alone, or if you're not dealing with it now, you might in the future. So hopefully this episode can be of help, or you can re-listen to it if you need to. In the meantime, as always, thank you so much for listening to my voice, 
while doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.